Hey everyone, and welcome to the Love to Learn English podcast. My name is Rich, and today I will be joined by my student Svetlana, who is from Siberia. In today's episode, we will be talking about death and funeral practices in the UK. Now, I know that's not the happiest subject, but it is a very important one. If you want to help the podcast grow, please go to lovetolearnenglish.com. You can find worksheets for season one that have the best vocabulary and tips to help you speak English the way it's spoken on the streets. So let's get on with the show. Hi, Richard. How are you? How are you? I'm okay. And how are you? Very good, too. Welcome back. So today we've got an interesting episode, but it's not as happy as our last one, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're going to be talking about death and funeral practices and how to act when somebody dies in the UK. Okay, I have a first question. What do you take to a funeral? Well, that's a great question. You should always find out what you need to take before a funeral. Sometimes the family will request special things or request that you don't do certain things as well. So the first thing that's always great for you to bring are some tissues. Tissues are great because if you're crying, you're going to want to be able to wipe away your tears or to even ha give them to someone else who may be crying as well. So tissues are a great thing to take at a funeral because you can start crying at any moment and it's always useful or handy to have them with you. Flowers, best to find out from the family first. So sometimes you can bring flowers, sometimes not. If you're not allowed to bring them, the family should tell you beforehand, but I would definitely check with the family. It's also very common to make a charitable donation before the funeral or even at the funeral. So quite commonly, families will, will choose a charity for people who attend the funeral to donate to. Yeah, actually, can I disturb you a little bit uh, about sure. flowers? Because in Russia, we have a really funny tradition uh, that you can present even flowers on funeral and not even flowers on other cases. For example, you can present uh, two, four, six flowers or funeral, but for other cases, uh, you need to use three, five, or like not even count of flowers so at, so at funerals <clears throat> sorry so at funerals you use less flowers or more not less and more it depends on count of flowers yeah. so in funeral it should be two four six eight and ten and other right right but for different cases you should give three five ah okay seven. so so yeah, yeah numbers Numbers like four, no, two, four, six, eight, those are called even numbers. And then numbers which are like three, five, seven, nine, those are called odd numbers. So odd you have, number. yeah, even and odd, even and odd. So oh, that's quite interesting. That's a superstition, right? <laughs> yes. Very interesting. Yeah, there's, there's a few other things that, that you need to bring to a, a British funeral. And I'll just get through those very quickly for you. So mm -hmm. you also might want to prepare a few stories about the person who is deceased or dead or has passed away, which would be the more polite version to say that they have passed away. People in funerals here love to share stories and to talk about the person who has died. 
I know that's not the same in every culture because in some cultures they don't like to talk about the person very much. But in the UK, it's very common to talk about them, to share a few memories. The weather in the UK is very unpredictable. So I also recommend that you bring some sunglasses and an umbrella. Depending on the weather, you might need them if you're outside and there is a lot of sun, or you might need an umbrella if it starts to rain. I would also recommend that you bring an umbrella that is small enough that you can hide it if you don't need it. Make sure that your umbrella is also black as well. That's important. Because <laughs> if, yeah, if you have like a, an orange umbrella at a black funeral, it's not good. <laughs> So yeah. those are the those are the most essential items I think to take to a funeral here. I guess that uh, sunglasses also should be black. Sunglasses also black too. Yes. So generally here people wear black at funerals, although it's more common now for young people, especially at their funerals, to have some type of color. So not all black. So I went to a friend's funeral once. He died very young in his early twenties. And everybody there wore an orange tie or something orange in his memory. So I think some people think black is very depressing. Quite often you'll see now some type of color at the funeral, but not 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 every time. I actually, uh, I heard that the black color can help you to connect with changes in your life. Not only connect, I, I forget the words. How to say that I, I something, I started at to get used to something. Yeah, maybe to process it or to work yeah. through a problem. That's interesting. So it has like an emotional, there's an emotional quality to the color black. Yes, yes, I heard it. It seems strange because black is the color, <laughs> right? It is the color, not just in one place. Mm. It seems like many different cultures have come to the conclusion that black is the color for death. I know there are exceptions, but... Yeah, it's interesting. And maybe maybe there is something to the color itself. What do you usually need to say at the funeral? Well, that's a great question because I think many people, when they go to funerals in other countries, don't really know what to say and don't know how to express themselves. So I've got a few phrases here that you can use in a funeral in the UK, and probably in America too, that will, will help you in this type of situation. The first one you can say It's just very simply, I'm so sorry for your loss. This is just a simple way for you to express sympathy to the person who has died. The second one is they were a wonderful person and will be sorely missed. So I just want to point out what sorely means. So this is an adverb and it just means painfully. So painfully missed, sorely missed. Next, we have you and your family in my thoughts and prayers. This one is particularly good if the person is religious and you want to show that they are with you in your prayers. I'm here if you need anything. This is very reassuring. People will often need a lot of help after the funeral, emotionally or even practically. Finally, we have two similar ways to express sympathy. And that is just to say, my deepest sympathies my deepest sympathies, or my deepest condolences. You can normally follow that up with something like, my deepest sympathies at what must be a very difficult time for you. It's a great thing to say to the friends and family and other people that you might see at the funeral. 
So these are just a few ideas of what to say, but I think it's a great idea to use them because if you just say something like, oh, I'm sorry, it's maybe not enough. People like to hear you use the formal ways of expressing sympathy at, at a funeral here. I got it. Uh, but I have a question about sure. sorely uh, word. Sorely, yes. Uh, can I use this word in another context? Oh, of course. You could use the adjective even, which would be so. So you could say, mm -hmm. yesterday I fell out of bed and now my head is sore, for example, mm. to be sore. Or you could say that your hand is hurting sorely, for example, <laughs> if you cut it. Let's imagine you cut it with a knife. You could say, my hand hurts sorely, painfully. Yeah, I have uh, one more question. Sure. Uh, you actually, you said that it's really common to make some donation at funeral. Yeah. But how much do I need to donate the funeral? That's a great question. First, I would say that if you don't have any money, don't worry about it. Nobody is going to say anything if you just simply don't have the money to donate. But I would say that the average donation is between five and 10 pounds. You can donate more, but generally only those who have more will donate more than this amount. It's actually quite interesting because we don't have this tradition in my country. Yeah. You can help with money if you want or if you have some, some additional money. Yeah. But it's not common and it's not necessary. It's like just your wish for different cases. Yeah, it's very common here. I think it is actually a nice way to help people who need it now, even though that the person has died, right? So it's a nice way of affecting the people who are still alive in this person's memory. And I have one more question for you. Sure. Uh, what happened after funeral? What happens after the funeral? So yes. in the UK, normally people will be either buried or cremated. Cremated means, well, burned basically, right? It's not a very nice thing, but that's what happens. After that, people will go to a wake. Normally the wake is in a pub. And people will drink and they'll talk about the future. They'll talk about the past and everything in between. And that's normally what happens at the end. So it's quite common for to, people to have at least a few drinks. In the UK, it's not uncommon for people to drink all night and to drink a lot. So it depends on the person and the family of course but some people like to drink a lot of funerals here yeah yes i can understand it okay so actually there are some other things i wanted to talk about very quickly that are hap that happened in the uk on this topic so the first one is to mention that in the uk traditionally a death will be announced in the newspaper so the family will buy a small advertisement in the back of the paper called the obituary section and they will pay for an obituary notice. So this way, other people in the local city can find out who has died. So people will buy a newspaper and check the back of the newspaper, checking the names to see if anyone they know has died. And then they'll go, ah, oh, John has died. I didn't realize. And they'll find out when the funeral is. And this is how people find out about other people dying in the UK. Uh, is it still popular to do like this? It's because still popular, could... yeah. Because it's pretty strange. I, I think the newspaper is not a, a common thing that you will buy. <laughs> or, or Well, read. people keep them as well. 
that's hmm. the thing. They will keep the obituary notices in the newspaper of their family member. So, yeah, it's still a very popular thing to do, I think. Even though newspapers are not as popular anymore in the UK, this practice is still something people like to do. There's one final thing I wanted to talk about, and that's something a little bit strange that's happening in the modern world. And that is the idea that some people now want eco-friendly funerals. So Mm. it's very common actually in the UK now for people to donate their body to a tree or something. So they will be put in like a cardboard box, something that breaks down and doesn't affect the environment. And they will plant a tree above them so that the tree can use them for nutrients, for food to grow. (laughs) So they literally live on and continue a second life in this tree. (laughs) What do you think about this idea? Would you like to try this? It's quite interesting. Become a tree. (laughs) Yes, why why not? (laughs) Yeah, I, I quite, out of the options, I like this one the best personally. (laughs) <laughs> so if I die, listeners, <laughs> please put me under a tree somewhere. I think I would like to be a tree in the next life. It's quite really really interesting because uh, actually in Russia I met um, some some notifications that uh, don't uh, funeral your animals in the forest. Don't bury. Sorry, don't bury them in the forest. Okay. Uh, in the forest because uh, it is really bad for forest. But <laughs> uh, oh, it depends. I think I don't think it's bad for the forest, right? It's food, surely. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. <laughs> I about. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, before we start talking about dead dogs and ruin the whole episode, I think we should finish. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you so yeah. much for joining me today. It's been a, a great episode. I know it's not the happiest episode and the happiest topic, but (laughs) hopefully you guys know how to better deal with these types of situations when you're in the UK now. So thanks, Svetlana, and I'll see you again, okay? Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye.